I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. Thanks for being here. What do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. Well, I just recently read a public service announcement that came out from the FBI warning folks to be wary of fraudsters who try and take advantage of natural disasters like our recent fires. It's just so hard to believe that in times of disaster, some people out there are looking to take advantage of someone's misfortune. I know, so true. And I want to talk about a couple of the most common schemes that happen at a time like this and also give people some tips on how to avoid being scammed. So the first one I want to tell people about is the home repair scam. Now, unfortunately, when disaster strikes, fraudsters claiming to be repair workers will often descend on a hard-hit community, and they often go door-to-door. They may claim to be very busy with other repairs in the neighborhood, but will agree to put your name at the top of the list, of course, if you give them a cash deposit. Or they may offer a special one-day-only discount price for repair work that they're not even qualified to do, again, for a large upfront deposit. And, of course, once they have your money, they're gone because they're crooks. Of course. And so what tips do you have for people to avoid this scam? Well, you have to be very wary of pushy marketers, especially the people that come to your door or even people that call you on the telephone. And you always want to take down their contact information and ask for references. Make them be references that you can actually call. And do this, of course, before you sign any kind of a contract. And way before you hire somebody, check with your insurance company to ask your insurer to survey the damage and perhaps provide a list of approved contractors. And this is also so that you have some idea of the scope of the work that needs to be done before anyone bids on the job. Wow, that's really great advice. Is it also advisable to get a written estimate? Absolutely. You should get a detailed contract that includes the work to be performed, the materials, the price, and the estimated completion date. And another thing, never pay more upfront than 10% of the contract price or $1,000, whichever is less. That's interesting. Should you also check to see if the contractor carries insurance? Yes, absolutely. Ask if they carry general liability and also workers' comp insurance and ask who their company is so you can check up on them. Can you check to be sure a contractor is licensed? Yes, this is very, very important. Contractors must be licensed. And you should ask them that up front. Ask them if they're licensed and if they have some kind of a card or certificate showing their license number. It's often on their business card. You can also check with the California State License Board, the CSLB, if you Google it. They have a phone number you can call and a website to see if this license is legitimate and also to see if the contractor still is in good standing with his licensing board. Good advice, Vicki. And you mentioned that there's a second scam that people need to be wary of? Yes, and this is the fake charity scam. Now, this is where fraudsters will call or email pretending to be from a legitimate organization And they'll, of course, talk about the desperate victims and their immediate need for cash. Again, hard to believe there are people out there so ready to take advantage of other people's tragedies. 
And these fraudsters are very good at telling you sob stories and pulling on your heartstrings. And then, of course, they'll request your credit card information over the phone so that you can donate to these victims. Now, once your card is charged, the victims, of course, will never see a penny. It will all go to the crook. Do you have some tips that we can listen to so that we can avoid these scams? Well, the first and most important one, which I've said many, many times before, never give out your personal information over the phone unless you have initiated the call. Do not give the information to somebody who calls you asking for a donation. And it's really much safer to donate to charities that you know and trust and be very, very suspicious of pushy telemarketers. Also, just because a charity has a social media site, don't assume that it's legit. Fake websites are very easy to set up, and you should also be aware of copycat names, names that sound like a legitimate charity but are just a little bit off. So before you give money, Check out the charity with the Better Business Bureau. You can call them up and ask them about a charity. Or go online and Google charitynavigator.com. And, of course, finally, whatever you do, never send cash. Well, good advice, Vicki. Our heart goes out to everybody that, which is just about all of Santa Barbara, that had to deal with problems that had to do with the fire, but especially for those who lost their homes or had them seriously damaged. And thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this timely advice. And if people feel like they're being scammed by someone, especially right now, how can they get a hold of you? Area code 805-568-2442. Thank you so much, Vicki. Thank you, Patty.